Hey Lit Set, it's Jasmine. Hey Lit Set, it's Nikea. And this is Black Girl Lit, the podcast. We're a podcast now, guys. Where Black girls are lit, we get lit, and we, we read lit. lit. This is Black Girl Lit, the podcast. Red leather, yellow leather. Red right. leather, yellow leather. See, we actually uh, know how to do this still. Hey, Lit Set, welcome. <laughs> It's been a while that uh, Jasmine and I have been here together. It's been um, quite some time. It's been um, a little embarrassed, but very much embarrassed. But I will take the blame. I will. I will wear the bag of shame. I will go sit in the box of shame. It, it's <laughs> all on moi. Okay, but it's not you. It's not you. Because when we get into this episode, y'all will see why it has been so long since we have been together. Yeah. But yeah, we're on book. I don't even know what book we're on. We are uh, on book six. number uh, seven. Uh-uh. Seven? Six. Oh. Six. 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 Mm. I think it's six. Can we confirm? Hold on. I am confirming six. Six. All this is right. book six. <laughs> we mm-hmm. are past the halfway point. We made it. This is season four. We made it past the halfway point. This is Jasmine. The longest season ever. <laughs> In Black Girl in History. <laughs> This is Jasmine's pick, and today we're going to be discussing the Deadly Inside Scoop by Abby Colette. But before we get into things, let's first say today, February 16th, 2021, is the two-year anniversary of Black Girl Lit. Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. Mm. Anniversary. Oh, yeah. I looked Mm -hmm. at my Facebook memories, and I was like, what we've been doing this for two whole years started off as a well me and jazz just like we want to read and then jazz was like we should do reviews and i was like cool so we were doing booktube series and then i decided to move hundreds of miles away and i moved as well so (laughs) (laughs) right we both moved and then i moved to another state we turned into a podcast and now we're back on YouTube again so y'all can see our bright shiny faces. We survived a pandemic. People have gotten married, engaged, about to get married, you know. So just a lot of things have transpired. In the two years. Yes, a lot of things, you know. Dang, people out here buying that's... houses and stuff. <laughs> right. I mean, look at Black Girl Lit. That's why, see, that's yeah. why we ain't been here because life has been happening. Life. Okay, real grown up a life. Right. A life. All good things. All the things. All, All good the things. things. Yes. But All I'm so excited. Two years. We made today. it two years. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're still going. <laughs> but um, Jasmine, before you get any more shady, how are you doing? Let's check in on you. How's life going? Life has been interesting. You know, I am 18 days, 18 days away from getting married. That is mind blowing to me. Like who allowed me to get married? Who said that I can get married like did we check my state of north carolina the state of north carolina has approved you they don't don't ask enough questions for me okay they don't (laughs) verify enough information for me to just issue you a marriage license girl i went by myself in maryland ej wasn't even with me at least in north carolina they need both parties to be there that makes sense to me but you know it was just this is crazy but no i'm doing good tying up some last minute things for this wedding you know that's happening apparently um <laughs> <laughs> i think it's happening 
And this is the time where you start getting the BGs and you're like, oh, I need to buy this and this and this. Girl, and this. I, all I'm the money constantly, comes out. All the money. Luckily, a lot, majority of the money has already come out. The last remaining thing that we have to pay for is the caterer, but we couldn't pay the caterer until we knew exactly how many people were coming. So that makes sense to me. But, st- and we've gotten that down half price. Thanks to people not coming. So shout out to you folks. Deciding Period. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for the non-RSVP. <laughs> Thank you. No, not even just the non-RSVP. Actually, there was only six people who did not RSVP. So that's not even that many. We had some declines, some true out decline. So I appreciate you folks saying you can't come because you saved me four grand. So thank you. I love um, a decline. I love a decline. Um, but other than that, you know, sis also started a new job since the last time we recorded. Sis, <laughs> they started new jobs. Sis don't <laughs> keep a job. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what's her name, Rochelle? I don't need this. My man works two jobs and then I just leave. <laughs> Right. Except my man does not work two jobs. He works one job very consistently, <laughs> but he doesn't really get a job at that. Um, but that's it, you know. Just, oh, God, choked. Um, just, <laughs> um, just getting ready for a wedding. Just working, and I also have decided that you know I was trying to do a diet. Like I'm kind of on a diet to fit in my dress, but I had my final fitting, and that that thing zips up perfectly, and I was like. You just can't gain or lose anything. I also need to maintain. We just right. go maintain. And I can do that. I can handle it. I've been maintaining for however long now. So, but uh, how you doing, boo? I'm doing good. Um, Last week I had a little, like, I don't know what to call it. Like a little moment of like depression tried to set in. But I was like, uh-uh, not going to happen. Um. Mm-hmm. Because I've just been, this month, my new year really didn't start till February. Like, January was a trial just to see how things were going. But February, I've really been, like, putting stuff in my planner, getting stuff done, and setting goals, and actually doing them. Like, reading my Bible, praying every morning. So, that's what I've been doing. And just trying to, like, maintain my sanity and stay busy and keep Mm -hmm. a schedule, but, but not be too regimented. So Mm -hmm, I have mm -hmm. days where I don't have my alarm go off and stuff like that. So just trying to find a good balance of life for me at home. And my husband and I are moving to Charlotte, North Carolina, and we are buying a house. (laughs) We out DB. (laughs) We did our bid and we didn't snitch. We got our (laughs) pre-approval. Don't want to give y'all too much because that's going to be on my YouTube channel. Stay on the lookout for house hunting content. <laughs> but, <Those content. laughs> but that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, and I'm also, you know, getting ready for the wedding. Being a bridesmaid ain't no hoe. It's real. Um, you don't just get to show up and be cute. So, you know. Look, uh, again, I feel like I need to defend <laughs> myself. I just told these hoes to just show up and be cute. Okay. I, I put a whole PowerPoint telling these hoes, all I need y'all to do is just show up and be cute. So any work has been put onto themselves. But if you are a real true friend, okay. Okay. if you are a real true friend, you're going to put in some work. Not no. to say it's anything negative, but you know, you just can't be like, yeah. not talk no, to I, the bride until the day of the wedding. You know? yeah. No, I will, I, I will say I have amazing bridesmaids. It, we have been through some shits. Mm-hmm. Okay. During this wedding planning process, because I decided that I wanted to get married during a damn pandemic. So <laughs> we thought it would be like over or less by now, honestly. So we really did. We really did. Last year, because it's almost been a whole year since I got engaged. Last year, when I got engaged and was picking dates, I thought that this thing was going to be gone. But it ain't. 
so here we are. But no, my bridesmaids have been fantastic. Kia has been the creative director on a lot of the events and things. I see, I know it's you, boom. I know that you are the creative director behind it. I see it. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, I, I want, um, when I get married again, I need your bridesmaids. I'm like, these women are amazing. Like, I, they, but here's I'm the thing you're like, your friends now. Right. I'm just like, I should have had bridesmaids, but then. It probably wouldn't have turned out this way because I would have had to pick like random people. But anywho, would have been they're there. amazing. I would have been there. Well, there. You were there. Yeah, you did your thing. But these women are amazing. We're having a good time. I'm excited for the wedding day. It's going to be amazing. I'm and excited. I know this is not what we're about, but I'm excited about the sleepover because mm-hmm. I have things for you guys. I have little trinkets or whatever and gifts and things that I'm just excited to give you. So, yeah. <laughs> I like gifts. I got to give gifts to show my appreciation for the hard work and putting up with me and all of my craziness. My craziness being that I do not ask people for help. So, <laughs> there, there. But any hoosers, this is not what you guys came here for. Yeah, You guys came here to hear us talk about a deadly inside scoop and our thoughts and feelings about that. So... I guess we'll start with Kia talking about the author, Miss Abby Colette. Yes. That's her name? That's her name, right? Mm-hmm. That's her name? Okay. <laughs> Here's a little bit about Abby. Okay. Wall Street Journal bestselling author Abby Colette loves a good mystery. She was born and raised in Cleveland, and it's a mystery even to her why she hasn't moved to a warmer place. Along with the Ice Cream Parlor Mysteries, she's the author of the Logan Dickerson Mysteries, the Southern Cozy Mystery Series featuring a second generation archaeologist and a non, a non, oh, a non-engineering who is always digging up trouble. She is also the author of the Romaine Wilder Mystery set in East Texas, which pairs a medical examiner and her feisty auntie who owns a funeral home and is always ready to solve a whodunit. Harper, shh. Abby spends her time writing, facilitating writing workshops at local libraries and spending time with her grandchildren, each of whom are her favorites. Oh, we know that's a lie. Abby is a member of Crime Writers of Color and the Sisters in Crime National, Regional, and Guppy Chapters. And that is Abby Colette. Y'all, I'm sorry about that word. Non-agenarian person who is from 90 to 99 years old. Non-agenarian. Wow. They just make up words for anything nowadays. Hey, does that really need a whole word? I guess. Just to say someone in their 90s? Yeah, basically. Wow. I mean, I would have just said geriatric. terrible but I mean, that is old. <laughs> it's old that is it about abby colette there she is she looks like a grandmother she does look like a grandmother mm-hmm. yeah she looks very sweet and unassuming mm-hmm. and just i could see her sitting on a porch with some lemonade mm-hmm. except she lives in cleveland so i don't know how long she'd be able to do that because it's cold all the time there but all right, my part is done, and I struggled with that non-agenarian, non-agenarian. And I'm that's not to- a word. I don't care. That's not a real word. <laughs> All right, now it's Jazz's turn to go on the chopping block, but this is where she flourishes and thrives. And now she's going to synopsize a deadly inside scoop by Abby Colette. Ooh, that accent was lovely. We are in your hands. <laughs> oh yes. 
my ever capable hands. Thank you. Um, so come along with me while I synopsisize a deadly inside scoop by Abby Collette. Um, there's absolutely no reason for me to be speaking in an English accent since this book does not take place in England or the United Kingdom. It actually takes place in Chiron Falls, Ohio. I think it's like pronounced it Chiron, Chiron, Chiron. Pronounce it Chagrin. Chagrin. There we go. Chagrin Falls. <laughs> Chagrin Falls, Ohio, which is outside of Cleveland, which now makes sense now that I know that Abby's from Cleveland. Okay, so the story is about Bronwyn, which... I have thoughts about her name. I don't like it, but whatever. It's about Bronwyn Cruz, which also, why could her last name just be spelled like normal Cruz? Why did it have these extra letters? But again, not the point. It's about Bronwyn Cruz, whose family has owned a Cruz Creamery, which is the local ice cream shop. Um, so she decides to reopen it after her grandmother passed and then her aunt took over. Her aunt took over and kind of turned it into a, I don't know. She had the you know, poker machines in there it had fish and stuff in there it was a whole it was a, a, a mishmash a hodgepodge of things so Bronwyn also known as Wynn takes over the restaurant I mean the creamery again decides to reopen it reopen it after she returns home from New York and has her degree and all this other stuff so she wants to open up the, the creamery again cool go ahead sis we love to see black female business owners okay you better thrive and succeed sis but then one day Actually, opening day, reopening day, uh, Bronwyn stumbles over what? A dead body. And so she's like, oh no, it's a dead body. Somebody done died. So then, <laughs> so then Bronwyn was like, ooh, dead, that man dead. He done died dead. <laughs> he done died dead. <laughs> but then, so she was like, okay, we well, you know, as Kiki Papa would say, sorry to this man. I'm sorry you dead. But then, Come to find out the uh, the law, the the 12, 5 pigs, whatever you want to call them, they start coming at Bronwyn's daddy. It was like, hey, Mr. Cruz, we think he's a murderer. And Bronwyn was like, uh-uh, not my daddy. My father would never. So Bronwyn and her bestie slash uh, employee decide that they're going to solve this mystery and figure out who actually killed old dead buddy behind the ice cream shop. So they go on this mystery solving mission to figure out who killed the dead buddy behind the ice cream shop and that is the very high level view of a deadly inside scoop buddy died behind the ice cream shop ice cream shop owner decides i want to solve this mystery and there you have it literally all that happens literally yeah <laughs> jazz that was like hilarious that was the most comical synopsis you have given so far i thoroughly enjoyed it thank you i feel like i had to give i had to bring some heat you know (laughs) it's been a while it's been a while okay i gotta give the people what they what they need okay we are going to get into Mm -hmm. our next segment which is our initial reactions book i will go let's see first reaction i put i wrote i wrote them down okay first one for it to be a murder mystery it was very wholesome in nature like i don't think there were any curse words 
I don't think there was any bad things happening. The one the one person who I thought could be a love interest never really became a love interest. Nothing happened from that. I was like, this is pretty much like a kid's murder mystery novel. Because even like the ending when the killer is revealed is still really done in a really nice and sweet way. Um, it was extremely drawn out. Like, I kind of forgot that it was a murder mystery. I thought this novel was mainly about ice cream and different flavors of ice cream and how to make ice cream because it talked way more about ice cream than it did murder and mystery and figuring that out. There was a lot of unnecessary background, detail, backstory, um, explanations of things. Like, there were things I just didn't care about. Like, I appreciate under, like, there's some backstories that's definitely necessary when you're coming into the middle of a story. But the levels to which we got were not needed. Sis, you could have pulled back. You could have pulled back. Um, and then also when she seems to be a very intelligent woman, she has her MBA, I think. She had this big job in New York. She comes home. So it was really baffling to me that she was basically looking at Maisie as this subject expert in crime solving where all Maisie had done was watch a few episodes of Law and Order and now Maisie is an expert in solving crimes. And I was like really confused as to like, sis, you have a whole several degrees and you looking at Maisie who no, no knock to her you know, occupation, but she was a waitress, worked at a crate at an ice cream shop and watched some, you know, a few, you know, true crime documentaries. And now you go into her asking her for what your next step should be on how to solve this this mystery and this murder. And I'm like, what? And then also Maisie's ideas, like her first suggestion of who the murderer was was purely off of her own personal hate for this person. <laughs> Not any actual evidence or anything. Like right. it was really mind boggling to me. Yeah. Um, but I will say from like a grammar perspective and just actually how the book was written, like the word composition was good. It was written well in that sense. Was it written well from a story perspective? I don't know. But the way that sis put words together and made sentences, that was good, okay? She knew how to form a sentence. And I appreciated that because I have read books where people did not form their sentences properly. Abby, she formed her sentences really well. Also, full disclosure, I had to pull the Nikea trick and get the audiobook towards the end because this was taken forever. I would like to say that the narrator for the audiobook did exceptionally well. The way that My she library just, didn't have the audiobook didn't have the Kindle book, only had this. So they had the, I had the book, the, 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 you know, read a book version from the library, but then they took it from me because I forgot to renew it and I couldn't get it back. So I had to go get the audio book. So I used one of my many email addresses to start a trial account with Audible to get the audio book. So, <laughs> cause like I have so many email addresses out there. Why <laughs> pack okay <laughs> what are your reactions nike huh <clears throat> i was writing them down as also i, I should know that i i read nike's review on goodreads about this book <laughs> so i know this is gonna be good <laughs> Jazz, don't read my review <laughs> yeah i know it's real i had to put the glasses on mm. okay bronwyn to me is naive and ignorant oh she about to read this bitch and then I'm like, why is the cat roaming freely around a fast food establishment? Are we not yeah. black people? 
Bruh. I thought black people didn't do that. Bruh, in the state of North Carolina, you can't even run a home bakery if you have a pet. Not that the pet could be in the in like the space where you're cooking, if you have a pet at all. So the fact that she got this cat freely roaming this ice cream shot, I don't I don't want ice cream. I don't want cat hair in my ice cream. In my ghoul, in my goolberry flavor ice cream. Mm-mm. I don't no. want Felice's hair in it. Absolutely not. Yeah, disgusting. disgusting. Oh, and then mm-hmm. I I wrote a question like, why is Wynn in denial about a crime taking place? Because when she found the body, she thought he had just fell down and died. And she was like, no, nobody got murdered. Ma'am, ma'am, as Jazz said, she has two degrees. Why are you acting like this? She has no common sense, none whatsoever. I had a suspicion that Dr. Cruz was somehow involved with the dead guy. And now he's lying to the police, which we'll get into that. But mm-hmm. also with that storyline, it was never really explained where he was. No. So I mean, Dr. Cruz, Dr. Cruz, is, Dr. Cruz is sus. I wrote this book is low key, high key, boring and slow. <laughs> I'm halfway through. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that I took note of where I was when I wrote that. <laughs> and then let's see. I said, this book is annoying. Like her parents legit told her that they didn't tell her stuff because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? In mm-hmm. 2020, this book came out last year, right? Yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. is, Abby, this is what we're writing. I know you are, you know, of an older generation. To let her parents say that, I know she's like the youngest, but it was just, mm-mm. no ma'am. Raya? is not a well-developed character she's introduced briefly as a friend then pops up towards the end when um and then when has spent the majority of her time with Maisie and I was so confused when she showed up again I was like who is she who is Raya like I didn't know who she was and then she just randomly beats up a guy mm-hmm. okay and she's a whole doctor ma'am I said this book is so chaotic and it's getting on my nerves <laughs> And then again about, oh yeah, because this is all, this is a section where like Raya showed up again. And then after that, I stopped writing reactions. But then I put, how does Raya show up and just about ruin the investigation? I'm highly annoyed. I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, you are one of the smartest people, the most agreed people in this group. And you're acting like a whole ass. Like you are showing just, your whole behind out here. I just... I just... In terms of Dr. Cruz, let me touch on that. I My assumption, since no one clarified for me, is that he was having an affair. This man is having a whole affair. That was my thought. That's what I thought was going to happen. It will, you mm-hmm. know, was going to be the discovery of where he was. He was out here in his Tim boots and his sweats because he had just left his mistress's house. Okay, That's the male thought <laughs> uniform. Right. Sweatpants. Mm-hmm. So he had on some gray sweats and some Tims. Oh, he was with yeah. his mistress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Period. And then also her mom, they, she mentioned her, her mom likes to go park and just sit in park in parking lots. Like what? <laughs> There's nothing that comes of that. What was this detail for? What is happening with your family dynamic? Because clearly yeah. something's not right. Yeah. Um, and then the best friend, Raya, Rhea, whatever her name is. I thought initially that that was going to be the friend that she was going to be doing these mystery solvings with. Because I also think that's what it said in the description of the book, like the synopsis on the back of the book. I feel like her name is mentioned, but- um, Let me read. Oh, yes, please confirm. Uh, but yeah, I just, I didn't understand. I didn't understand. But like, again, Maisie, of all the people, Maisie. Not, right. oh, Ryan's not Maisie. Here. Okay, then I made that up. 
maybe it's I saw online. more words. Maybe yeah. it's online. Maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I saw more detailed synopsis online somewhere. I'm just disappointed in the, prog- the progression of the book. Like I agree with what Jazz oh said God, about yes. how everything was just drawn out and it was more focused on the ice cream and the parlor. And if that's what the book was going to be about, let it be about that. But right. it was trying to bring in this mystery element with it. I'm like, can we get a good black mystery? Please. right that's all I want that's all I want is a good black mystery I, I think and you know obviously you can tell from our reactions how we probably feel about this book but I really feel that this book could have been a good book if the story was about Bronwyn trying to run this business but also maybe working on her love life or dealing with family dynamics or whatever because she was dealing with these things like the family dynamics and stuff it could have been a novel based just on that it would have been fine but to throw this element and tell me that it's supposed to be a murder mystery and I'm like mm-hmm. where is the murder mystery right. it's very upsetting to me I was led astray I was bamboozled and that's how I feel about it or even if like the murder mystery like got in the way of her business like it never conflicted like business kept going smoothly like there were no issues yes. like if it had been something to that effect or if she had gotten in trouble with the police for what she was doing just some type of some type of issue that she had to overcome she really just didn't have to overcome anything it was just super super easy right because I think it all stemmed because you know the police were looking at her father but they never did anything like to really substantiate or say that they were coming after her father this was just all assumptions and she just decided to go solve the mystery which is fine again but let, let that be the focus. Let that be the leading point. It was not. Yeah. And I'm disappointed. Yes. Hmm. Now, ha, we're done with our reactions and we're going to get into our next segment, which is major scenes and topics. none <laughs> <laughs> so i only have two scenes and two topics and these are topics that i literally pulled out of my ass okay. so <laughs> <laughs> i have no for, topics and i have some scenes for, okay see you got scenes all right cool we're working together we're working together okay so scenes uh obviously the discovery of the body that's that's a scene that's important and then the last scene i have is the killer reveal which <laughs> literally happens in the last chapter maybe the second to last chapter mind you there are like 40 chapters in this book okay okay and the killer reveal is literally in the last chapter and then after the last chapter goes to a whole epilogue okay there we go goes to an epilogue and you're like that's it that's how you go in okay girl i mean i guess anywho so yeah so yeah so the killer reveal is an important scene topics i have family relationships because I feel like she spends a lot of time with her parents and her pop pop and this whole thing and all whatever and then competition because I initially thought when I wrote competition it was early in the book and I was like "Ooh, this dude got killed because he was a competitor because but then it come to find out it wasn't but then kind of it still kind of works mm-hmm. when you find out who the killer was and why they did what they did I mean it kind of still works but not really so competition is, is actually just a bullshit topic it's really just family relationships that's all i got that's the only topic i got i, I got nothing else there's not even love in this but whatever whatever Beside the point Beside the point 
I actually have three scenes. I didn't think that there were any topics, like nothing stood out to me that was like a constant theme through the novel. I just I just put it because I it was a thing that we talk about. So I just pulled something out of my butt. Agreed. I put Wynn bumping into the murder victim before he died. I thought that was going to be like a storyline. I didn't mm-hmm. know he was going to be killed so immediately. <laughs> um, I wish that would have been drawn out a little more. Like maybe him and Pop right. Pop got in a fight or him and dad. Right. And then that would have been a more plausible reason for her dad to be a murder suspect. Right. Because of all the dirt that he did to the family. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then... When letting her grandfather in on the murder investigation, because that's when things start to fall into place because her and Maisie are just absolute trash investigators. They're trash. They they don't put too much together. When doesn't take control of the situation. Nope. Maisie's framing the entire investigation on the person that she wants to be the suspect. That's how the entire investigation goes. It's not like, let's find out who truly did it. No, Maisie's like, I have a suspect. I need to find evidence to prove that I am right. (laughs) That's all she wants to do. All she wants to do. And also, side note, the way that he was described, he was a he was a snack. So I was like, Maisie, why is you hating it on him? Because he sounds gorgeous. Like Middle Eastern poppy is what he right. was giving. Yes, mm-hmm. I was like, I okay. Those vibes. I feel like I mean, if I was single, I'd be interested. You know what I'm saying? Technically, <laughs> okay, you still are for the next 19 days. <laughs> and then, when getting locked in the stairwell with the murderer. That yes. was intense. Like I was like, "Ooh, it's getting good." And yes. then it ended. So. And then it did it. Then it went over. I was like, yeah. "This could be a good moment. This could be a good yes. moment." And then it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was a little lackluster, but that's all my major scenes. And I, you know, I explained some of the stuff that happened in between where I wish the book would have went, but it didn't go there. I just feel like this could have gone a lot of different directions. It could have gone a lot of different ways could have been a lot of different things and it was none of those things I was hoping that maybe Bronwyn and O would get together I was like oh I like this this could get a little dirty you know this little <laughs> I was like sex oh, for okay. it's always a sex for me I was like oh it's <laughs> get interesting oh oh and then I also thought okay maybe oh maybe Ari I was like oh Ari yes maybe especially the way she described him I was like okay fuck oh we gonna get over Ari and none of that happened and then I thought okay well maybe you know dad is out here doing some things no that didn't happen it's like all the different paths that the story could have taken to bring some excitement to the story it did not take it continued on a very bland but yet scenic route because there's a lot of description um (laughs) and to get to his destination and i was like i need twists and turns and there were none of them now granted the the actual killer reveal that's not who i was expecting to be the killer granted but then also they weren't a character that was really talked about at all so i i wasn't wouldn't been able to would not have thought it was going to be them because they were never really mentioned there were no crumbs for the reader no crumbs no crumbs if you want to if you want to read this book because i like whodunits and like watching whodunit movies because i like to watch the film for at least from movies 
and kind of figure it out for myself using whatever kind of things the movie is showing me to kind of figure it out and kind of guess. But for this, I was set up to fail because there was literally no crumbs, no evidence. And I think that's just because Maisie and Bronwyn just did a really crappy job of being investigators. So I understand why Maisie thought she would be good at this. But also Maisie, you have to come in here with no preconceived notions and you did not do that. You came in just immediately being mad at someone. And I think now, now that I know, you're just mad because he ain't want you. That's what it was. So that's my synopsis. We're gonna go to the next segment, y'all. What y'all but, been waiting for? Mm-hmm. We are going to rate this book. Rate it. We gonna rate it. We gonna rate that hoe. Yes. So we have a new rating system. We've added one more element to our scale just to um, collate with the five stars Ooh. that you have on Goodreads and Amazon. Collate. Oh my God. Jazz is giving me all the sexy vibes. I just had a little, a little tingle when she said, ooh. So we have sober, one star. We have buzz, two stars. We have tipsy, three stars. We have faded, four stars. We have lit, five stars that's our rating scale that's what it's about Mm -hmm. and jasmine is going to pop our rating cherry today with her rating of a deadly inside scoop by abby colette oh a deadly inside scoop obviously based on my reaction to the book it's not lit clearly um clearly but i will give it a like sober and a half like it's somewhere like i had one drink like I wasn't completely sober, but I had like, <laughs> I had a beer. I had a, I had a, you know, angry orchard. Okay. <laughs> but I'm clearly still good to drive home. Yeah. The only reason why it gets one angry orchard or it gets half of, of something is because of the way that it was written in a sense of it's like actual writtenness. Okay. <laughs> writtenness. I also, I'm also basing this off of the narration on the audiobook. Uh, this was narrating really well. That can always save it, a book. It sounds, she was making it sound like it was a really well written book. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Now, the reason why it doesn't get any more than that is because it was not, now granted, you know, this is the second murder mystery novel that we've read. And it's also the second one that did not do well with us. Um, I just feel like it just wasn't good. And when you look at it, this book in comparison to a book that we both read, which was, um, is it A Perfect Wife? Is that the book? Wife Stalker. Wife Stalker. When you think of it like a wife stalker and you compare those two, which the wife stalker wasn't a murder mystery. It was more of like a psychological thriller. But that one had you on the edge of your seat trying to figure out what was going on. And then the plot twist at the end was just like, whoa, buddy. And this is not what I had here. It was like, okay, oh, so that's the killer. Okay, I'm gonna finish doing what I was doing anyway. Like I had no feeling, there was no excitement. I really felt like I was reading a book about an ice cream shop that just so happened to be also close to and in proximity to where a murder happened. It was not a murder mystery to me. But also there's, it's very interesting that there's a sequel to this where Bronwyn goes out and solves more mysteries. Like sis, you sure you want to do that? Is, is that where your expertise lies? Because I don't think it is. I don't think it is at all. But yeah, so this gets, uh, it leans more to the sober side. So we're just going to go with sober. Sober. It's sober. It's sober. <laughs> I'm going to read my Goodreads review that mm-hmm. I left. I just thought it would be fitting. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Y'all, y'all see how long it took me to read this book. 
it has never taken me this long to read a book. Like, wow, every time I picked it up, I will fall asleep. But I pushed through so that we could do the review for our podcast. But honey, so first, I was excited to read a mystery novel written by a Black woman featuring a Black lead. I also love the fact that the center of activity was based around a Black-owned family business. Like, who would not love to see that? I'm here for the close-knit family and Black excellence and success. What I did not like was how slow the storyline progressed. I appreciated the background on the family, but the mystery, which is supposed to be the main focus of the novel, was not there. I feel like the storyline was more focused on the bumbling of Gwen and her friend Maisie trying to figure out the mystery, which was annoying. The ignorance and total disregard for common sense was beyond me. And the fact that all of their sleuthing led nowhere until the last two pages was flabbergasting. Y'all see these words I'm using? I was upset, okay? I got my Karen on. This novel was very chaotic to me. Characters with little to no development and a slow moving storyline with a minimal climax. I literally can't. Like I said, I only finished it for the podcast. I almost gave up, but I pushed through. I very rarely give a book one star because I can see the potential, but this was not it for me. So this book is sober. I feel like I've never given a book that we've read on the podcast a sober, like that we finished. There's been books that we didn't finish that I gave a sober, but then I went back and read it and I like that book. But I don't think I've ever... And I will go back and check our archives. What book did we finish? What? The last last murder mystery novel that I picked. I gave it a sober? I keep picking shitty murder mystery novels. I'm pretty (laughs) sure we did. I'm pretty sure we did. Hold on. What was that book? It was like, it was um, Hollywood Hollywood. Homicide. Yeah. I'm on Goodreads right now. Let me see. I'm pretty confident that we both gave it a sober. I'm about to look. I'm about to, I'm pulling it up. I'm telling you. I don't think I ever have though. Oh, you didn't. You gave it three stars on Goodreads. Oh, we both gave it three stars on Goodreads. That book was better. It was like, it was more campy and corny. It was very campy and corny. This one had the potential to be dark and stuff. Like when I think of like murder mysteries, I don't think of happy campy. Yeah. Like the wife stalker, like in my mind in the wife stalker, it was always raining. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The wife stalker was just like, it was a good Jedi mind fuck. And that's what I want my murder mystery to be. I want a good Jedi mind fuck. Leaky and, and even the Seven Wives of Evelyn Hugo was kind of like a murder mystery to me too. I mean, the Seven Husbands. Seven Husbands. <laughs> why? But she also, but I mean, she, Evelyn could have been a lesbian. I mean, she. She was <laughs> I mean, a lesbian. She, she was a lesbian. I didn't want to give the spoiler, but whatever. Oh, sorry. Um, I just feel like it's okay. Who cares? I just feel like that i am upset because i i don't i don't want to say that black women can't write murder mystery because we can do all things because we create life okay life was started with black women and that's some period that's some black history month okay but i'm just saying the two murder mystery novels that i have read so far have left a lot to be desired i want dark i want miss true mystery freaking like i just i just want to be confused a little bit not confused because this book doesn't make sense but confused like dang i don't know where this is gonna go but i'm gonna keep reading until i find out and i haven't gotten that yet so i'm hopeful i'm gonna keep scouring for a good psychological thriller murder mystery written by a person of color because it's out there i believe i just have i just googled it so there's some there's some okay Mm -hmm. i just googled it it was really interesting to me, which no knocks in no one else's opinion because, you know, everyone is entitled to their opinion. But I was looking at the reviews on Goodreads for 
this book as well as um hollywood homicide i was like y'all was giving us five stars did i miss something i must have missed something no no knock to abby though we'll say one thing about this book which before i take it back to the library i'm gonna take pictures it has the recipes for some of the ice cream so we have the snow ice cream which i've actually i didn't use this recipe but i made some with harper since it was snowing Mm -hmm. a lot then we also have a recipe for the upscale cherry amaretto chocolate chunk ice cream then we have chagrin falls pumpkin spice roll ice cream and wilhelmina's caramel corn ice cream recipe and it gives you the recipe for the salted caramel too so i'm going to take a picture of all these and i'm yes please Yes, and send those my way. Shall we swing my way with the recipes? Book seven of season four for Black Girl Lit will be The Care and Feeding Ravenously Hungry Girls by Anissa Gray. We're going to do better, y'all. We're going to do better. Also, we have great ideas and thoughts for season five whenever that comes. Whenever we start season five, it's going to be fantastic. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because also by then I'll be made. You're consistent right. we're gonna be consistent i'm gonna be married by then my key is gonna be here by then so it's gonna be fantastic mm-hmm. okay yeah okay. consistency is our word for season five so we're gonna finish season four i think we have some good books coming down the pipeline yes so, and you know I'm what it is jasmine the reason why we haven't read a lot of ya lately you know that's what it is you know because jazz you know is always talking about thinking you know, these picks ya and then they're t- they're teen angst so i was like let me not pick so many ya and here i go picking grown-up books and look what happens. first of all time out tiny pretty <laughs> things was definitely ya yeah but that was jazz usually all of my books are ya usually yes and all as i look at our book list we had some decent bangas you know uh-huh. okay no we didn't the yeah. cure and feeding of ravenously hungry girls by anisa gray i'm excited yes. and then after and then that said, is luster right luster yes okay and, and then after that is that is my pick and then after that is dear haiti love eileen mm-hmm. and then we have we left cuba which i'm excited about the last two books because they'll kind of transport us into different cultures yeah in different worlds so I, i'm excited I'm, about that i'm gonna go ahead and say that our last what well, we got four books one two three mm-hmm. our last four books are going to be three stars or higher you heard it here first High i'll hopes. take that i'm excited about that i'm hopeful yes i'm really manifesting hopeful. it into the universe even though the books are already written and i can't change how they're written but no manifest our reactions and yes. how it sits with our spirits yes, three stars manifest. or higher I feel yes. like it has to be all right let's go ahead and wrap this episode up so i can talk to jazz about some things real quick Ah, so y'all know what's happening next thank y'all for tuning in listening watching stay in the loop with us follow us on instagram at black girl lit underscore you can email us at black girl lit yt at gmail.com we are available on soundcloud spotify and apple podcasts you can find and us youtube. everywhere <laughs> and youtube and youtube we're literally everywhere so everywhere. come find us but yeah that's it anything for the good of the order jazz I've got nothing. I'm just excited to be back. It felt really good to record today. Yeah. So I, I'm motivated to to read so we can do this again. Okay, we're yeah. gonna get it. We're gonna get it done. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get All it right, done. Yeah. Get her done. Get her done. <laughs> All right, we'll see you or you'll hear us in the next one. Stay black girl lit. Stay black girl lit, y'all. Bye. That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe 
rate, and review on iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and a top-notch review to get us to the top review page on iTunes. And be sure to follow us and listen on SoundCloud.